بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم we continue the explanation of umdat al ahkam and we have reached hadith number 8 and this class is class number 9 the hadith an amr bin yahya al mazini an abihi qal shahidtu amr bin abi hasan sa'ala abdullah ibn zaid abdullah bin zaid an وضوء رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فدعا بتور من ماء فتوضأ لهم وضوء رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فأكفأ على يده من التور فغسل يديه ثلاثة ثم أدخل يده في التور فمضمض واستنشق واستنثر ثلاثا بثلاث غرفات ثم أدخل يده فغسل وجهه ثلاثة ثم أدخل يده في التور فغسل يديه مرتين إلى المرفقين ثم أدخل يده في التور فمسح رأسه فأقبل بهما وأدبر مرة واحدة ثم غسل رجليه وفي رواية بدأ بمقدم رأسه حتى ذهب بهما إلى قفاه ثم ردهما حتى رجع إلى المكان الذي بدأ منه وفي رواية أتانا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فأخرجنا له ماء في تور من صفر والتور شبه التصد This is the hadith, the translation of the meaning of the hadith goes as follows my father This is the hadith is عن عمر بن يحيى المازني from his father who said uh, I saw عمر بن أبي حسن asking Abdullah bin Zayd about the ablution of the Prophet Abdullah bin Zayd asked for earthenware pot containing water and in front of them performed ablution like that of the Prophet he poured water from the pot over his hand He poured water from the pot over his hand and washed his hands thrice. And then he put his hands in the pot and rinsed his mouth and washed his nose by putting water in it and then blowing it out with three handfuls of water. Again, he put his hand in the water and washed his face thrice and washed his forearms up to the elbows twice, twice, and then put his hands in the water and then passed them over his head by bringing them to the front and then to the rear of the head once and then he washed his feet up to the ankles this is the hadith of uh, Abdullah bin Zayd describing the Prophet sallallahu wudu ablution now the narrators or yes the narrators the first is Amr bin Yahya Amr bin Yahya, Amr, the son of Yahya, the son of Amara, son of Abi Hassan al-Mazini. He is thiqa, reliable. He lived and he lived and was amongst the successors, but it is not confirmed that he saw any of the companions. He 
he died in the year 136 rahimahullah 136 after hijrah this is the first narrator the second narrator is abu amr his father abu amr the father of yahya bin amara abu amr then yahya bin amara bin abi hasan al-mazini he is also reliable trustworthy from the tabi'in from the tabi'in from the successors to the companions rahimahullah third now amr bin abi hasan al-ansari amr bin abi hasan al-ansari he is from the sahaba the third in the narration is Amr bin Abi Hassan al-Ansari al-Mazini radiyallahu anh he is from the companions may Allah be pleased with them all and fourthly Abdullah bin Zayd Abdullah bin Zayd bin Asim the son of Asim al-Ansari al-Mazini from the Sahaba may Allah be pleased with him and them all he was amongst those who shared in the battle of Uhud and the battles afterwards and he shared in the killing of Musaylama the liar and he rahimahullah was killed in the day of Al-Harra the year 63 after Hijrah 63 after Hijrah these are the narrators now the subject of the hadith the subject of the hadith is explaining the manner of wudu of the Prophet alayhi salatu wassalam the overall explanation it is from the keen ways of the Sahaba and the righteous predecessors may Allah be pleased with them all of preserving the Sunnah and following the Sunnah is that they used to ask regarding the manners of worship and actions of the Prophet والسلام, so that they follow him in, on that and in this hadith Amr bin Yahya al-Mazini narrates from his father that he saw his uncle meaning Amr bin Abi Hassan asking Abdullah bin Zayd who was one of the companions concerning the manner of ablution done by the Prophet so Abdullah the Sahabi Abdullah bin Zayd wanted to make that clear in a practical way in a practical way because this is faster to comprehend and precise also to comprehend and easy to understand so he called for a pot with water in there and it was brought to him 
So he began by washing his hands because they are the tools. They are the tools to wash the rest of the parts. And therefore he took water from there and washed them three times. So he poured water from the pot over his hands and washed his hands three times. Then he put his hands in the pot and took from there three handfuls and making, washing, rinsing his mouth with each wash and washing his nose as well by putting water in it and then blowing it out with these three handfuls of water. Then afterwards he again put his hand in the water and took and washed his face and washed his forearms up to the elbow twice, meaning washing the forearms up to the elbow twice, each of them twice, each arm, each forearm. Then after that, put his hands in the water فَمَسَحَ رَأْسَهُ بِيَدَيْ then passed them over his head by bringing them to the front over the head and bringing the hands to the front and then to the rear of the head once rear of the head meaning the upper part up till the upper part of the neck and returning bringing them to the front again to the place from where he started so he did this in a way to cover the whole hair of the head then afterwards he washed his feet up to the ankles and then Abdullah bit Zaid made it clear to say that this was the action of the Prophet ﷺ in his wudu when he came to them when he came to them he they brought him a pot with water and he ﷺ made wudu in front of them and Abdullah did the same thing with the in this narration in order to make sure to affirm to them that he was certain regarding the ablution of the Prophet وسلم, so he did it in the, in the manner he saw it this is the overall explanation of the hadith as to the points of benefit they are as follows number one we mentioned this early the companions were keen and the righteous predecessors as well keen as to understanding and knowing the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ so as to follow him on that the second benefit is resorting to the closest and easiest means of demonstration 
by the teacher in order to affirm the knowledge and to relate it in a way which is comprehensible and easy the third benefit is the manner of wudu as described in this hadith washing the hands three times rinsing the mouth and putting water in the nose istinshaq followed by istinthar blowing out the expelling the water from the nose doing this three times then washing the face three times then the forearms up to the elbows and including the elbows twice then washing the head and washing the feet to the ankles including the ankles these are from the manners not only this is not the only manner of wudu of the Prophet and the fourth benefit is adherence to ordering between the parts the wudu parts and the fifth benefit is putting fresh water for each part six permissibility to have the washing the washing of the parts in this manner certain parts three times and certain parts twice in fact it is permissible to make them also once each so it is permissible to wash the parts three times and some twice and some even once and of course the least is once and the least that is obligatory is once as you notice in this hadith there is no mentioning of the ears but this came in other narrations and the seventh benefit permissibility to make wudu using the earthen pots as containers for water and in one narration that they brought the Prophet they brought the Prophet a pot made of copper so it is permissible therefore to use such type of pots this is in summary, the major points of benefit regarding this hadith and at the end we'll put the following questions check whether the following statements are true or false check whether the following statements are true or false a. Abu Amr 
يحيى بن عمارة المازني is from the companions أبو عمرو يحيى بن عمارة المازني is from the companions second B it is forbidden to make wudu using copper utensils it is forbidden to make wudu using copper utensils second question Second question. What is the subject of this hadith? What is the subject of this hadith? Third question. Why did he start with his hands? Why did he start washing his hands? Fourth question. Is it permissible to wash the face twice and the feet thrice? Is it permissible to wash the face twice and the feet thrice? These are the questions pertaining to this hadith. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this a benefit for myself and for all of you. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Wa sallallahu ala muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam.